guys, and welcome to episode 15 of the Liar Weekly. I'm Sofian. Today's episode is brought to you by me, Agatha, Aries, and a special guest. Today is the second part of our series on the fandom. First part was focused on Toxic Aries. Go check it out if you haven't. And today, for the second part, we're going to talk about the positive side of the fandom. Our favorite fan projects cute trends, and just what can be adjusted to make it a safer place. Enjoy! This week's shout-out goes to Lulu, at Too Far Gone to Pray 8 on Twitter, an amazing friend who creates some really fun Louis gifts for their friends and organises pyjama parties to listen to the Larry Weekly. Before officially starting this episode, please let us introduce you the one and only Mel at Running Gay Vodka on Twitter. Hi Mel, so good to hear you. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? We're great. Good. And just before we chat about the positive side of the fandom, can you briefly explain your story with Larry? How long have you been in the fandom? What made you Larry? Yeah, the keyword here is briefly, so I'm going to try to <laughs> make this brief. I joined the fandom through Harry in 2019, so it was the Met Gala uh, night, so in May 2019. The next day I listened to HS1 and that was it, no way back. Um, <laughs> and then I watched all the videos possible on Harry on YouTube, so I started to watch videos on One Direction. And I became a fan of One Direction and the boys. And I heard about Larry. Um, and I remember I spoke about it to my friend um, at the time. And I said, "What? who is Larry Stylinson? And she was like, oh, it's a theory among, you know, the fandom that Louie and Harry are together. And I was like, okay. And I didn't look into it for, for that time being. And somewhere in 2020, during the pandemic, I was on YouTube. And, you know, like when you just let it play and it shuffles and it was Harry and it <laughs> shuffled to a Larry video. It was not like the Larry marathon, but it was a smaller clip, like maybe 10, 15 minutes. And I watched it. And I was like, okay, wait, this is no conspiracy theory. <laughs> like, I, I'm LGBTQ myself, but before coming out four years ago, I spent my life surrounded by gay men and by straight men. And I know the difference between a bromance and love. And I was like, this is no bromance. This is no conspiracy. So I started to watch everything possible. And yeah, there is no way back. And so I, I've been a full on Larry since like somewhere in 2020. And I joined Stan Twitter full time maybe a year ago. That's my story. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. I, I think it's always so interesting to like hear how our guests became Larry's because most of them are always telling us like the same story. Like the, the part about like being LGBTQ plus and like seeing Harry and Louie and being like, oh, I, I know, I know this. Like, mm -hmm. I, know, I know what's happening here. It just like happened, I think, to like also alter uh, which was like one of our guests on episode 11, I believe, which was on queer coding. Mm -hmm. They are the one who created No Stunts Mag, if you know. 
that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah she's one of my moods yeah yeah and so she she was basically t- telling us like the same thing like oh my god i'm also lgbtq plus and it actually really talks to me like i lived the same story where i had to like hide who i was so yeah. like i just can't see it with other mm-hmm. other people and like they're not friends like they're something What's amazing in this fandom when I joined the fandom are the fan projects, especially the fan project in concert, I think makes everything more special because obviously the artists sing the same song every night, every show and everything. So if the project are different from cities or country to country, I feel like it can be really amazing both for the audience and the artists. One of the ones that I always blows me away is, mm-hmm. um, do you remember the Louis? I can't remember where it was, but it was the one with Kill My Mind and the whole audience had their yeah, flashes going, oh yeah, Santiago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sensego oh. was the first one. Yeah, and just and now it's just become a thing. Like wow. Everyone yeah. does it. Like it's not it's not even just that. It's just there's certain things with like all of the shows, Harry or Louis or One mm-hmm. Direction or whatever, that they just stick. Like it happens once and then it happens at every show. Yeah. yeah. You know, we had the South American tour of Louis and the Europe Harry tour at the same time, basically. So we had the Santiago shows where they were doing Kill My Mind, I think, until the end of the LA TM show, they always did that. And right after it was my show uh, in Paris, and we actually did the same project, but for, I think it was Lights Up. That's so really we cute. had, every time he was seeing Shine, we would put the flash in the air. And it was kind of great. Some other shows that did the same thing with Skip Driving. Yeah. And like that. So I like how it goes from one artist to another artist. And like, obviously, you could see that higher. I was like, oh, they're doing the same thing for me. <laughs> like, so cute. Yeah. And, and also like the, the fan project during Only the Brave. Oh, like, yeah. So yeah. Cool. Oh, I think that was like always the song. Well, also because it's my favorite that was like the, the moment we were all waiting for um mm. it was like always so special during shows to like be surrounded by like pride flags and just mm-hmm. love and support yeah at the beginning of the tour i don't know when it changed but at the beginning of the tour only the brave were one of the last songs it was a really quiet moment it was at the end of the show after the anchor and like yeah all the fried flags and the light of the colored light and everything yeah that made it really special also i like the fact you know when there are fun projects and you have all this color and everything but it's a very quiet song that way you can hear the audience sings even better yeah so that makes it even more magical i guess i think Mm -hmm. as well like it just gives you like especially because i've so far, I've only been to one Harry show and then I'm going to another one this year and then Louis later. But just the one I went to, I just, it makes you feel safe, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, not even, this isn't really a fan project, but you know the bit where he gets used to like hold hands and look to the people next to you? Yes. Oh, like, yeah. E- even just oh. that, like, you feel so connected to strangers. Like, yeah. I yeah. honestly, like, it it kind of it made me well up because I was like oh my god like it this one man's music has brought what 90,000 people together mm-hmm. so easily like I, I totally get what you're saying like, I went alone 
for two weeks uh, in England from Canada, and I never once felt alone yeah. over there. But at Harry's show, and I, like, I talked to everyone. Everyone was talking to me, and there's just a feeling of acceptance. And I was thinking earlier this week, you know, it would be so nice if if Harry's show live, it would be like that on Twitter all the time. Like Literally. this, this yes. love and acceptance that you feel mm. when you go there. I don't know. I, I heard some bad experiences, but overall, like, oh, I, I hear more like good experiences and acceptance. My three shows were like amazing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. For Harry also participated in the As It Was project. And it was like, I printed like 600 signs of Harry, you are not alone. Oh my God, I remember that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it was not created by me, it was created by Shriya and B. But they were the ones who were like, yeah, please, if you are in this city, you have to do it. I think the first city we did it was Hamburg and he really loved it. So I did it for Paris and with my friend, we... Yeah, we distributed 600 <laughs> signs wow, on the teeth and everything. Yeah, it was crazy. I think and fan projects as well, they make the artists feel safe as well. Like, yes, exactly. Yeah, like especially with your one, I feel like as much as they don't, like they never really outwardly say it, like I feel like they appreciate it a lot because mm. it's kind of like we're listening, like we're here, we're supporting and yeah. Yeah. That's why I love the project so much. Like you said, as it was, was one of the most devastating, devastating, uh, devastating traumatic experience of him. So when he said, Harry, you're no good alone. And, and he has thousands of people showing Harry, you are not alone. Like it was so cute. And I was not on the pit. I was like a little bit further, like, I don't know you call it, but it's career in France. So I could only see his face on the big screens. And mm-hmm. I didn't see a reaction, but I, there were all the signs on the big screen. But then someone actually filmed, then I actually saw his reaction. So he put his uh, hand on his heart and like he, he most uh, thank you. And it was so cool and so sweet. And you know, like sometimes like you're like, okay, it cost me like maybe 50 euros and I have to, you know, you take so much time to do it. But when you just have one second of reaction, like everything was worth it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, the second thing would be your testimony, Mel. It started with something. One of my moods posted a harmless, fun post about her hair, her new hair color and haircut. And she was like, you know, be nice, whatever. And then I come back a few hours after and there's like a hatred campaign going on. Age shaming, obviously not from Larry's, but from antis that are coming at her heart. You know, I'm human and I try as much as possible to treat people with kindness, but sometimes very hard. So my initial reaction was to attack back, but I was like, no, don't go there. I just made a post. I put my picture and I made a a thread because I'm a thread master. I blab a lot. And I was like, this is me. I'm 45 years old and blah, 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 blah. I'm not ashamed of, of loving what I love. And like, I hope that when you get older, you don't 
stop loving what you love and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I made that post and it just started a movement and everybody on the TL started to post their pictures and saying, I'm, I'm this age, I'm that age, I'm that age. And it was just a a movement of love and support. I don't know. It was very, it was beautiful to see. And it was hard at the beginning because she received so much hatred, but something beautiful came out of that. So yeah, that is one example of like, we can do so much good. Like this fandom can be very destructive, but it can also be very positive. I think it's phenomenal what you managed like to do and I think it's great how Larry's especially they band together when faced with criticism especially for things like age like you should yeah. criticize people for liking me I mean like I'm I wasn't born in the 70s but one of my favorite things is David Bowie that shouldn't change anything like and I think a lot of people just criticize it because it's considered what like teen pop especially like Stuff like One Direction was considered very like teen pop, especially back in like 2010 to 2016. And the mm. fact that people will criticize those who are maybe above the age of like 25 is ridiculous. And I was seeing yeah. some Harrys were bashing literally this woman who was 25, who, while like at the time when One Direction was popular, would have been a teenager. So mm. why do they feel the need to? have an issue with it when it's literally people listening and enjoying music i was kind of ia when you did your project but i first saw the post about the new hair and i was like oh my god that's so cute and then there were a lot of oh this is my age and i was like oh my god this is amazing but i didn't know the whole backstory and i didn't know the two parts were connected but i I loved it so much but it was not a project that's the thing i posted and i and it just took a life of its own Mm. i posted because i was like you know what and i i I admitted that before becoming a fan i was a judgmental ASS myself because I thought that 1D was like only for teens and whatever and I'm like because of me not taking the time to listen to their music I missed so much and I can't take that back so like I understand that sometimes we judge because we're humans you know when you judge you miss out on 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 a lot of things so like yeah I just wanted to put my face out there my age out there and be like you know, try to choose love and like don't waste your energy on on hatred and yeah. That's yeah. what I love about this fandom. It's like you know, even if you didn't mean it to be a project, when people see some very positive, you know, positive post on Twitter, they want to do the same, and and then there's just this very big wave of positivity. I'm the same age as Harry, so like, what the. F- like when when does it start like people are just like oh yeah if you're over 22 or something you're too old and I'm like you were not even born during one direction like what the f- are yeah. you talking and, about and I, I guess harry and louis should stop doing what they're doing yeah they're over 22 <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i think especially as well like music is a universal like language in yes like mm-hmm. it's something that everyone can enjoy and everyone can listen to and the fact mm-hmm. that people get shitted on for just enjoying a bunch of instruments being bashed together and people speaking right? in a melody mm-hmm. form is ridiculous because yeah. at the end of the day it's just a song like they're beautiful pieces of music that people enjoy 
and the fact that you are degrading others for enjoying the same thing that you do is mm-hmm. ridiculous. But yeah, it all comes down to like we all have darkness and light, you know, inside of us. But it all comes down to what you choose to feed on a daily basis. And I have my days. Like sometimes I I choose chaos. But like if if you're time is spent on bashing others and making fun of others and that's that what I see accounts sometimes that that's all they do like 24 7 that's all they do and they, they, they just spread hate and I'm like how sad is your life you know what I mean mm-hmm. so like all that being said there is way more positive than negative we just have to follow the right people yeah, exactly. Block mute, the right people. Exactly. Mute and block the right people and it's fine. And don't yeah. give attention as much as possible to drama and hatred. One last thing I wanted to say about hate shaming. Kind of sad but bittersweet. I don't know if you saw this post, but there was a woman who named Elizabeth and she was 77 and basically she passed away last week I think in her obituary there are something very sweet that I want to read because she was a Larry mm-hmm. and I think it's a family wrote it and it was really like like I couldn't stop crying but it was really very sweet so I'm just going to read the next right her biggest love was definitely music and she was known for being able to outdance people alpha age recently she was most looking forward to seeing her beloved Louis Tomlinson in concert this May three generations of awesomeness will be there to watch him perform she had explained on Facebook but don't let this fool you she might have spent her final years loving Louis Tomlinson and Harry Styles but for decades she was a dedicated Alice Cooper fan or she was a metalhead too she cherished many types of music and she will still be at a Tomlinson concert in spirit we highly doubt that death itself can keep her from it and it was really sweet that is adorable yeah I don't know how someone found it or something but like I mean on Twitter it travels fast but they she, find everything she, on Twitter yeah and she got so much love from everyone like I mean, I don't even know if, if she was on Twitter. I think she was more maybe on the Facebook side of, of the fandom. But yeah, it was really, really sweet. And like, it just shows like, even if you're last year, you can yeah. you can just love them until then. I'm sorry if I made anybody cry. I'm, I'm, I'm very emotional and tears don't scare me. So it's, yeah. it just touched me because I see myself going to concerts and I've been going to concerts alone for 15 years concerts shows movies and now a trip alone Mm. I see myself doing that until my body physically permits it and as you should yeah so like I relate a lot to that lady and I don't care what people think like I'm gonna be 75 and Harry is gonna be 16 young years younger than that whatever and I'm gonna be rocking it at his concert, same thing for Louis. Mm. And I don't care. Like, you know, I think you you, you 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 die before you die if you don't let yourself love the things that you love and you care about what people think. No, exactly. Yes. I totally agree. And yeah, I think stories like that are very mm. true inspiration. And when I, I did, sometimes I do post about the fact that I condemn age shaming and have all these stories of 
of people who follow me who are like over 80 and who feel safe on my account. I like, I mean, that, that's so, that makes me so emotional every time. Like all these people needs to have, you know, to, to, to feel safe and to, yeah. uh, like everyone should, should be able to feel like they belong, you know, whatever is your age or the country you're from or whatever. And I hate that some people make them believe they don't belong with everyone. Yeah. So that's our job to counter that with more love. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like um, in one way, we have like to block negativity, but also like to spread love in the mm-hmm. fandom. Whenever some things had happened, like the Asian legs being cancelled was so fucking sad. And I really hope it can be rescheduled. But, you know, we everybody is very, very sad for a while. And then they're just this meme that come from nowhere. And the whole thing about Louis being in jail. <laughs> Oh my god, stop. Being what? <laughs> in jail. Did you see that? Oh my god. Oh my god. At what point he was in jail? Um, what was the other thing too? Uh, I don't I remember don't the other know. rumor. Oh, in a coma. Yeah, in a coma. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> in a facility. That's the key word in a facility. In a facility. Oh my god. <laughs> If he is in jail, we'll make a GoFundMe and pay for his bail. It's fine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, the, the memes were hilarious. Like, like, they were actually about that. They were, you know, the extract of him singing Rihanna, you know, the four facts again. And say, promise you'll pay my bail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Twitter is oh actually my, my favourite place on the planet. <laughs> That's what we do. I made a yeah. I made a post that if, like with the Emrata thing. I'm like, oh, this yeah. is how we deal. Like step one, shock, panic. <laughs> step two, uh, creating memes. Like it, it was like, and it's like the whole TL reacted on like 15 minutes to yeah. the whole thing exactly the same way. Panicking, making memes, and like you know, like it's just like we need to. That's how we cope Laugh sometimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <sighs> so before we start the part about the positive signs, this is a little interlude. And I would like to share a story with you that happened to my friends. So she wrote me a letter for me to read in this podcast because I think it's important to share her story and to spread positivity that can happen at a lot of hairy concerts, I felt like we could need this kind of story. So this is the story of Chess. Since I joined the fandom, Harry and Louis have felt like friends holding my hand through all the good times and the bad. They bring so much love and brightness into this world, but don't always get treated with such kindness and respect that they give out to others. I saw Harry recently in Australia for Love and Tour, and brought supportive signs and pride flags. The first show I went to, I took an all-along pride flag and a side that said, you are loved, in rainbow. He smiled at this more than once through the shows. A few shows later, I was directly in front of him for Matilda. I had a sign that said, you held my hand when I left, thank you. He had a sweet look in his eyes and waved once he had read it. A few seconds later, he looked back over and saw I was crying gave this thumbs up, then took the microphone off the stand and began to sing to me for nearly a minute. 
He gave a wink and another thumb up and then began singing to the rest of the audience, but would constantly check over to see how I was doing. I was crying for the whole song and then passed him the pink rose that was dancing in his back waistband during Little Freak. He had missed the rose by the tiniest amount but waited for security to pass it up and then kept it in his waistband for the whole of the next song. For context, I left an abusive parental environment two months prior and had gone no contact. Harry and these songs means a lot to me for many reasons that I won't get into, but this was just my way of trying to show him some gratitude and love. Not only did this interaction mean a lot to me, but I like to think it meant something to him too. Even just the acceptance of the rose and other small gestures indicated this to me. Two shows after that, I took a sign that read, Your smile is made of starlight, one I held in front of me during Golden. He smiled at it and at me multiple times through that song. These are just a few of the signs and a few of the experiences I shared with Harry at my shows. He knew I would always have something kind for him and it clearly had a positive impact on him. I feel like Harry hardly gets shown nice signs or supportive signs anymore. I'm happy that I was able to give him a bit of love and support, something that he gives out to so many people himself. He deserves to be shown love and support. I hope other fans will take kind things to make him smile. This is what he deserves to see at his shows. When I saw Louis last year, some signs I had taken included ones that read, you're pretty, and we see you, we hear you, we love you, in rainbow. The first one he read and smiled. The second I knew he couldn't directly interact with, but he read it twice during copy of a copy of a copy. However, when he had spotted me at the following show, he did immediately smile. I had taken other support signs also across his shows and fourth shows in. He went out of his usual spot to jump right next to me on the barrier. Show him love and support, it clearly makes a positive impact on him. Make him feel seen and loved. Harry and Louis created a home for someone who didn't have one, and I'll be forever grateful to them. I hope people see them in the same way I do, beacons of light, hope and love. And they deserve to be treated with love and kindness at their shows. They deserve to be shown support as well. Take signs that show them love, gratitude, and that will make them smile. This is such an incredible story, and I'm so grateful that my friend Charles allowed me to tell it in this podcast. I would like to add that Charles is a very good friend of mine, so when that happens to her, she showed us the video of Harry interacting with her, singing Matilda to her, and I can totally 100% tell you that he absolutely did sing it to her. There is no doubt about it. When our group chats saw the video, we literally all cried. I even showed it to my mom and she teared up. It's one of the most beautiful video I have ever seen, of the most beautiful interaction I have ever seen, because you can feel in Harry's eyes that he's trying to reassure Charles and he's like, it's okay to leave your abusive family. You're safe now. I'm here. I know what you went through. I'm here for you. And maybe it happened to other people, but they didn't share it because obviously it's so intimate. Charles did share the video on Twitter, if you want to see. Her username is in the description of the podcast. Thank you again, Charles, for sharing your story with me. I love you. And let's get back to the rest of the podcast. 
my show in Wembley, we had, um, I think it was one of the first boys who came out. So yes, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. So I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was one of yeah, the me first too. men that he'd helped come out, and oh my god, just being there in that moment, I, I, I cried. Like oh. it was just beautiful to see because, like, not many people realize like how much it means to the person that like the artist helps come out, like. Because it's it's a public statement. Like you're letting what ninety thousand people know mm-hmm. a quite personal part of your life, and you're trusting everyone in that room to be as supportive as they can. And they were like everyone was cheering, clapping. Like it was phenomenal. And I remember um, the guy who came out. He got um, he got a tattoo of Harry holding the flag up from when he helped him come out. And I thought I thought that was amazing. Like how wow. much of an impact it had on his life. I've heard like so many like coming out stories or even like um proposals. Is that something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, on my um Stockholm show for Harry, um yeah, he helped a gay couple like propose. That was like so cute and great and inspiring also I don't know it's always like it's always like a great moment to be there because you just feel so welcome yeah to think that you want one of your you know biggest day of your life the proposal to be in an environment where there's so much love um, and so many people I mean it's so cute to choose that moment and that makes it so much special for everyone, including Harry and everyone at the show. I love uh, or oh, it's really love until, you know. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and like, how special is that person? Like, we, we, we grew accustomed to Harry being Harry and doing these things. But I mean, this is unique at his mm. level of fame to to do that to still do that it's just it amazes me you know mm-hmm. it's just he's so I don't know I love him oh he yeah, doesn't I don't know, I yeah. don't know any other artist who takes like no. 15 minutes from his show to just yeah. talk to every single fan when he's doing bigger stadiums like and sometimes he talks to people way, like very far away. Like he's just oh, yeah. friends and everything. Like, but... do you remember that man who was at one of Harry's concerts who yelled where he was from from like yeah. across the stadium and how he still heard it? So yeah. And also the, the one where he like, you know, he, he say, I want to hug you, but I can't. I want to hug you. Oh, and he yeah. away. And then he puts his kiss and put it in this pocket. <laughs> So he cute. is, oh my God, must be protected. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, also, like, No Stunt um, pu- published, like, an article about coming out sorry. And there's one from at TBS Lindsay. Um, and, yeah, so um, they also talk about the fact that this fandom has always been like their safe space and the first time they waved like a pride flag was at a Lotus show and then the first time they waved like a big flag was at a Harry show 
yeah, I think like that's just like another testimony to show that it's um, just how phenomenal and safe the environments are that people can do that. Mm-hmm. I have a friend as well who all year has to hide her lesbian flag like in a drawer, like very hidden and everything. But then she was for the first time able to pull it out and a Louis show. And the fact also that Harry at every show says, be whoever you always wanted to be, because he knows that some people are going to be dressed with rainbows and have big flags, but the minute the concert is over, they're going to have to go back, back to, to the closet. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And so it's say, yeah, please be free to be whatever you want to be, even if it's just like one of a and half, it's better than nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because I think it's difficult as well, especially like this is just a personal experience, like coming from where I am, like the stuff that I'd want to wear, I've had to stop myself wearing just purely because of the people around me. But like mm-hmm. the moment you walk in, to the doors of those concerts you can be literally whoever you want to be yeah like you don't have to have the fear of getting like bullied or ridiculed or even in some cases especially in the UK beaten up um which has been the biggest issue where I live recently is just the amount of violence towards people who express themselves and I just I find it so amazing that like Harry's concerts especially are just a place where you can be who you want and not have to fear judgment Mm. Exactly. I remember I was in Manchester night one and we were like front row, like barricade of the general admission. So we were right between the hallway and general pit. So everybody was going to the hallway like and going back to get some food or something had to work in front of us. So basically it was like a fashion show for us. Uh And every time we would just watch people and were like amazed, like we we saw so many people who had tattoos of the same as Harry, a lot of butterflies. And we saw so many amazing outfits and were like, oh my God, it just reference this song and oh, this one is about that. And it was amazing. Like we did that all day until the Harry show because we were just watching everyone and and some people were like yeah some people were like oh my god I love your top and everything so it's so much full of love and colors and fashion and it's really it's really cute I love the vibes one other thing um that I like about the fandom is the cute gifts um and the things that are thrown on stage that are nice and not dangerous um so like the flowers and the little plushies you know anything soft and not dangerous um I think it's cute and I think he likes it I remember this do you remember this um rainbow thingy it was kind of like a scarf but made of like balls oh my god yeah (laughs) He was so captivated. He was like, what is that? (laughs) Yeah. So he he plays around with like the things that are thrown to him. Mm. And I like it when it's not hurting him. So like, um, yeah, nothing um, hard or like on his face. (coughs) Skittles. Mm. 
I remember during yeah. his first his first tour, uh, I mean, Love and Tour, you know, uh, in 2021, mm. like so many people were sending like fake flowers or, uh, you know, plushy flowers. So by the end of the tour, he had so many sunflowers from different sizes that he kept putting like in Polly's instruments yeah. or, or by, you know, in the stage and there were flowers everywhere and it was so fucking cute because he kept a lot of... He keeps everything. Yeah. Like He kept like a bracelet that a fan made him yes. for like months. But yeah, he likes it. He likes to keep like little me- me- mementos. Is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. someone did the whole band in plushies, you know, like in knitted. What? Yeah, they did the whole band in knitted uh, thingy. No. And, and yeah, and they uh, like poly and things, they, they all posted about it because it was so cute. I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah, I, uh, we, I have to find the pics again, but it was very, very cute. Yeah, that's cute. So that's, you know, that's another thing that, that is positive about the fandom, mm. the cute gifts. Yeah, and they, they should, uh, you know, remember, like, I, I was not on the fandom back then, but um, during the first tour, so HS1. Live on tour, yeah. Live on tour, there were so many flowers. Yes. And bouquet, and yeah. like, it was just lots, like, all this picture of him with so many flowers, and I want that back, like. You know what, Live on Tour was still, like, a time, I was not a fan back then, but we saw videos and everything. It was still a time when the fandom was very respectful. Yeah. The the signs were all kind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was not free therapy. It was not disrespectful signs that, you know, and something changed. Something changed around Coachella, I think. It, it was it's, smaller. He, yeah. he got more famous, I think. That's the thing. Yeah. Coachella. I think it's Coachella was the turning it's point. Not, it's not only famous, it's trendy now, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. It just yeah. became... First, it was really Harry Styles uh, that people followed because they knew about One Direction and mm-hmm. everything. Or his album was way less pop, but more indie or something. So it was not Classic. for everyone. Yeah. And now it's very trendy. His songs are on TikTok, like TikTok dances or whatever. Everybody's talking about him. And yeah, and it became such a huge thing. Celebrities go to see him. So it's not the same vibe at all. And obviously when you go from, because I saw that in Paris, he was uh, at the um, at the venue that ha- Louis was in Paris. So it was 2,000 people. And now in Paris, next time it's going to be 70,000 people. So mm-hmm. yeah, obviously yeah. it's not the same. Yeah. It's, it's like, it doesn't really make sense when you say it out loud, but like he's not Harry anymore. He's Harry Styles. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. to us, to us, he's still Harry because, yeah. like, we see him. But yeah, he's Harry Styles TM. Yeah, like definitely. Yeah. I, I want to gatekeep him, but like, I have to remember he's she like one of the most popular artists in the world. I know. Yeah. I know. And I felt that way at Coachella. Actually, I'm yeah. like, okay, there's there's the turning point after tonight. I'm so proud. And but at the same time, there's no more gatekeeping after this yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's nice having threads or just on twitter in general because it makes stuff a lot easier to access but it's it's just sweet like seeing people compile it all in one and getting to like watch them all and kind of just appreciate them sometimes i love when people do compilation of videos 
or just you know they're just like okay we have to bring some positivity online because there was some drama or some uh, you know infuriating things or something and someone just came up and said oh he's afraid of I don't know Louis with puppies or Harry wearing pink or something like that and you're just like oh my god I really needed this thread actually (laughs) yeah it really but like making us happy so cute I saw this thread about Harry being drunk (laughs) 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 just afraid of him at parties and there were so many pics I I didn't know yeah it was so funny and like I love this and and I like the fact that people will maybe spend four or five hours just to compile everything and just for some people to to read it in maybe two or three minutes and have a good time, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's a good thing to look at before you're about to sleep. Like exactly. looking through threads of like Louis smoking or Harry with teddies or like just the cute stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And especially when we have so many, so much negativity um, about Harry on, you know, on the Daily Fail or, or you know, on all the article about him, it's cool to be able to go back to our safe place and just see the real Harry, and not the ones that try to portray just very like our oh, best moment of Harry with fans or you yeah. know things like that. We call it PL cleanse. Oh yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I love the fact that in this fandom, like in minutes, we can make something trend. So I remember when Louis, uh, all all of these voices, all all of those voices, like basically came out, um, or I think it was even just a trailer or something, and basically was saying he thought it was not worthy of his success or something like that. Like in minutes, we made Louis, you are so worthy or something. Um, like trends, we every time there's something like Louis, we love you yeah. or something like that, and it's so good. Like, and I remember there was when he was in Bangkok, Harry. Um, he was wearing that um, very cute outfit with dots. And basically, last time he wore dots, there were Harry's read, his friend, who said, oh, polka dot queen. So we made polka dot queen read friends. Like, it's like it's so silly, but it really helps to have um, a lot of positivity in trends. Yeah, to make them happy, because we know most of the time they see it. And also, I love all the different way we can make something trend like people are saying okay reply with that and I'm going to give you a song or I'm going to give you a picture like you know to make people more motivated to make it trend like it, I just love it it's we're funny. a very powerful uh, fandom I don't know if you saw what I shared I think it was yesterday but it was the TikTok of a guy that says let's talk about concert girlies and it oh, it, yeah. apl- it applies to the fandom like how powerful and like how we get things done it was very funny and accurate oh. and and yeah basically if we decide that something is going to be done it gets done and like exactly. when we all get together behind a project it just yeah how many times did we crash websites when harry was launching something or louis or like because 
were very um, dedicated. So, yeah, it's fun to see when we're dedicated towards positivity and laughter and happiness. I definitely think, like, the One Direction fandom and then just all the fandoms that branch off it when they got their solo careers, we are very powerful. (laughs) Like, yes, like, the the stuff we do, like, it's it's breached, like, news articles, like, with the amount of, like, effort we put into stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. We need more credit. We're too overworked. Yeah, and I remember We're unpaid, actually. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I, about that, remember, like it was very beautiful because it was both solos and Larry's who made, you know, Louis' album number one in a week um, in the UK, and there were like all these people. We didn't care if it was solos or Larry's. They were give money to people in the UK or thing like that and buy so many albums like every shelf of every store in the UK was put uh, like every album was bought basically and it was very beautiful we all joined together there were so many trends as well and everything and then like maybe a, a few weeks later there was like a TikTok from the BMG team saying uh this is what we did to make Louis yeah. album number one and like the comments were um, deactivated so quickly, <laughs> and people are like, "Are you fucking kidding?" Me? Because at at no point they mentioned hers. But the funny thing is, is actually we saw that they were on HLD, so at least we, we got that from this video. But they were like, "Are you fucking kidding me? You did nothing. <laughs> like the whole thing was just for us." Yeah. Um, and we yeah, like great management team. Well, same oh thing God, for my man. policeman, for Harry. Same yes. thing for my policeman. We advertised that shit like there was no tomorrow because it was not his team. Yes. Absolutely. That advertised anything. So, like, yeah, we're unpaid. I'm very happy to be an unpaid intern into the Larry organization. Not to yeah, mention the fact. Just like, um, sorry. No, no, carry on, carry on. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say, and, and just like, um, a lot of people are saying, like, today you are, like, a part of the fandom, but, but tomorrow you will be a part of their management team. Because, like, if you are there and if you know how the music industry works and you know them, just, like, no one knows them and you will support them no matter what, you mm-hmm. will end up in their team. Like, mm. I wish that would happen, but... <laughs> I Please, like from now, like if you listen to this podcast, <laughs> and I wish it was true as well. But for now, I'm just thinking about the fact that they don't have shit to do, and they have thousand and and like one hundred of thousand people willing to do it for free. So you know, win win for them. So, but last things I saw because we talked about. Face in the future, my policeman, but also for all of those voices, people actually bought like for a placement. I don't know what you say, um, but something for him to be on Times Square. Like is they actually put yeah. an ad for all of those voices on Times what? Square, which is yeah, we have to do it. Oh my god, it was insane. Yeah, wow. Because actually there are places in Times Square like a screen when you can pay to have it uh, display at a certain times of the day. And they just did it. Like this fandom is amazing. Yeah. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. I love us. We're so great. I was about to say that. I love <laughs> us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and like I feel like we're so like resilient because yeah. um even though like you know um Louis's management is not doing the job even though Harry's management sometimes is not doing the job um we're always doing it and it always works like you know Louis why is number one um Harry like you know it just works because we care about them that's yeah. the difference that is the difference between us and their management yeah. We actually I, care. I actually really love because I don't, I mean, I'm not in other fandom, but I don't know if any other artist ever said that, that Louis, when he said, honestly, the, like the fans know so much about the music industry and they know so much about marketing and, and like promotion and everything. Like he actually acknowledged the fact that we are so good at it. And I mean... Like, I don't know, it just really was important to me that he actually acknowledged it. And mm. he's so all involved and smart we are and way better than his team. Yeah. And if he didn't say, I think he really meant it. During the pandemic, I was isolated. And in Quebec, it was very, very strict. Um, so at one point, I had no contact with people in real life and it became kind of hard and I um I made friends um online on Twitter and I found like yeah from strangers to family um I I found like a a community and and it's still true to that day like a place where I go and I spend way too much time but that's another topic um every day because I feel like it's my family, like I feel safe and accepted. And yeah, sometimes it's not always positive, but that's the reality of a family, like a real family. You're going to fight sometimes and not agree on everything. But um, I don't know, it gives me a sense of belonging and, and being loved and accepted. And it's very real, like even if it's virtual, I find that a lot of times I had I had more support from my virtual friends than real life people. So, yeah, yeah. very I thankful. Do really relate to that because, like, um, well, during the pandemic, so I I was like in Sweden, so I'm an international, so I don't like my family is not in Sweden, so. I was also in my own, um, like, pandemic in Sweden is another topic because it was nothing but strict. Um, But it was still, it was still, yeah, a moment where you, uh, where I was feeling isolated and lonely and, like, a bit later was the moment when we started this podcast, like, a year ago, and... Yeah, it was like so great to actually like have a purpose and you know, it was just like the beginning of like launching a podcast. So we were just like texting every day and we were always like fighting at the beginning because we would like never agree on anything. Um but yeah, it was like so great to like have this amazing ambition of like creating something for the fandom but also for like to help Harry and Louie and actually have an impact. And 
yeah, it was it was really amazing. And I think it really creates like a family. And now, like with the podcasters that we have, like, um, of course, I'm talking to Aga and Aries. I'm also talking to like Scar and Britt, which were like um, the first ones uh, like here that that's always like so great to have friends um and people you can talk to about the podcast but you know like just about life in general and what we do and um yeah it just like it's really amazing to have people you can talk to when you feel alone and create something big with them it's like it's so Mm. amazing It's just, I think it's also nice as well, just knowing that there is a community out there for you. Because, like, again, especially during lockdown, like, we we were all stuck inside. Like, the only contact you had with people was through phones and everyone Mm -hmm. was busy doing whatever. And sometimes you had to search other places. And for us, it was Twitter. And you meet some incredible people that, like, almost without them knowing, they kind of save you. Oh yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah, like, I could, I could proudly, proudly, proudly say that. Like, can my mental health has been rocky for years, but like, ever since joining Twitter, meeting new people, and just discovering new music, like, I'm miles like better off. Like, I can, I, it's, it's just phenomenal how it works. Like, you find a community that you can fit in, that you can talk to people about, and face no judgment, and mm. know that eventually everything's going to be fine i remember before uh lockdown and everything like before i was on the fandom like i always felt like i didn't belong anywhere because i had like some friends for from like school or you know work or thing like that but they didn't know each other so i didn't have like a group of people and and even then like um i had no one who actually uh, felt the same way about me, like being depressed or thing, thing like that, or being like mentally ill or something. And then uh, when I joined the fandom, like I actually thought I was belonging someone that I was fitting in and that I met actually people who could understand me without having me, uh, having to explain everything. And I don't know, like just the queer community, the people who are also struggling mentally and just the fact that you love the same thing and you fight for the same thing and that you have a goal and a purpose in life to help uh, the boys and everything. And the fact that we are all all supportive to each other. Like I remember when I just joined, I was so amazed by the fact that uh, someone, even if you don't follow them, if like you're just seeing them on the timeline and they're saying, oh, so I decided to come out or or something and everybody is, oh my God, congratulations, even if you don't know them. And just the fact also that people, you can aid them, you can, like, you, you can be a solo, the entire, you're still going to respect their pronouns and I just love that so much as well. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It just it's just another type. Like I love the fact that it's so different from the real world. Like you know, in this community, like there are people who are actually uh, apologizing for being straight <laughs> in this community, and I think it's really very funny to 
I mean, that's why he always uh, become like kind of a cocoon, you know, you're just in your safe place with your safe people and the, the people you, you want to be with all the time. Yeah. I think it's really cool. I kind of want to hug you, all of you, uh, uh, hug all of you right now. I can't speak. I'm like, oh. No, I'm just so grateful. Um, yeah. I don't want to get like too intense, but, uh, yeah, it saved me. Some I don't remember who say said that. I think it Aries you said that. Yeah. Um yeah, it it totally did. Like Harry, my cat and this community saved my mm. life. It, ultimately, I saved my life, right? But they they still had an effect. Like I am still... the one. Yeah, but I had something to to hang on to. Yeah. And okay. yeah, you guys are, are part of it. Like this fandom is part of it. And for the people outside of it that they, they don't they they will never get it. Yeah. And they will never get my my passion and my intensity about and it's not just about music. It's not just about, you know, like most of the people outside like, oh, you like Harry because he's hot. And I'm like, well, you no. don't get it. <laughs> it links to the last point on the um, on the dock, um, a place where we can talk about our love for the boys about being judged. Like, I kind yeah. of feel like, especially when you're talking to people in real life, they think you're mental, but they just, they yeah. don't get it. Like, they don't oh, get, yeah. like, yes, they're just singers but they're so much more than that. Like, just the things they say, you wouldn't really hear that from other people. And it just, it means a yeah. lot more knowing that they've been through the same things you have and they understand yeah. and they put that out through their music and it gives mm. you it gives you a safe place to almost feel at home pun intended yeah. but yeah 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 like I, I my in real life people like the few people that are left because I, I lost a lot of people during the pandemic but like they're fed up with me talking about her and I like censor myself like a lot like to not like talk about Harry and Louis and and they're like oh my god like they 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 don't get it so I come to you know I come on Twitter and I know that I can literally talk about them twenty four seven nobody's gonna be like ah oh, get a grip <laughs> yeah. You're such a groupie you know and I hate that word with a passion oh because yeah groupie to me is such a negative term it it's is. like the stalker that waits in the wait in the hotel room yeah and I'm like I'm not a groupie I I'm a yeah. fan of their music and of who they are as as people but anyways they don't get it so we yeah, do absolutely and like um if I if I go to I don't know like one of my um, friends in real life and just tell them, oh, I got tickets to see Lloyds and Linz and they will be like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, you're going to go to a concert. That's that's nice. But, like, if I just tweet, like, oh, my God, I got tickets to see Lloyds and Linz and everyone here is going to be like, oh, my God, that's so amazing. Like, yeah. Congrats. And yes. it's going to be amazing. Like, it's going to be such an amazing time because they yeah. know what it means to you to see them in person, to, like, have this experience with all the fandom together um yeah, yeah. and just other people don't get it they just think like you know it's just gonna be like a cool little concert and then it's over but no mm. like it's like a memory core i'm gonna keep like the rest of my life like it's important oh my god and you, um, you get to you get to meet your friends that you've been talking on Twitter for so long and then you get to meet, yeah. meet them and be at shows with some of them and I don't know, like it's <clears throat> a whole vibe and everything. And also I feel like 
there are not a lot of fandoms who have this con connection with the artist as we have with Louis, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, it's really, really special. And, like, I will never take it uh, for granted. Like, it's amazing how much he trusts us, how much he sees everything, how much he cares. And it's not down to earth they are as well. Yes. I don't know, like, Harry is still this goofy self that he always been with a very <laughs> random thoughts going in his brain that I really love. Yeah. Um, and he has been the same ever, like, even though they, they've been through so, so much and and he's so big right now. Um, but, yeah. no, I think he just has anchors and and also I think he, it helps them to have fans who really know who they are. Now it's time for the speed round. The question today is inspired by HLD's promo contest battle. What is your favourite Louis selfie? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, it's a hard starting. one. Yeah, it's really hard. Well, my <laughs> choice is made already, so I can go ahead if you don't mind. Do. Um, yeah, I'm going for humour because if I go for gorgeous it's gonna take a while um so i'm going <laughs> for humor <laughs> and it's the selfie that he took by mistake that you only see his eyes and a bit of his nose <laughs> that's my favorite selfie from louis when was that actually i don't know i just saw i i don't know when it happened what is the context behind it i just saw it so many times and i'm like oh wow <laughs> that is a, a true gift. <laughs> I think. Oh, yeah. I, I just find it. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> he's so cute. Yeah, he's like a child. You know, when, when a toddler gets into your yeah. phone and takes <laughs> like, a picture. Do, do you have games on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite is going to have to be the one of him in bed smoking. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. I just, oh, my God. That you went photo. for the kill. <laughs> oh, I did. That mm. photo is magical. <laughs> yeah, I almost said that one. And actually, mm. I think I'm going to say, uh, I think it's the same photo dump as this one, but the one when he has perfect hair, and I think it was in Mexico, and you, have, you can see the tattoo, like his T-shirt is like yeah. black, and he has, yeah. And just the way, like his, his beard is just perfect size i don't know his hair so fluffy and he's just looking like you know how much he he finds himself pretty as he that should moment. yeah, yeah as, as he should. should he probably was like oh my god i was uh, i tanned a little bit today my hair insane i have to do a selfie and yeah yeah thank you for that louis it was a very good decision <laughs> confident king exactly it was amazing so my favorite um, is well Louis selfie with um, the twins, Doris and Ernest. Yeah, twins picture. It's just like it is so cute. Um, yeah. yeah, and like it shows like Louis's big brother vibe. Really do enjoy. So we don't see him with the twins a lot because yes. like. Ever since 
I mean, we 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 had more picture with these other sisters. Yeah. But so it's cool to see how much she loves them. I mean, obviously, but she, like playing with them and taking selfies with them is so cute. That's it for today. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Lara Weekly. We hope you've learned something new. Don't forget to listen to the first episode of this series if you haven't. If you want to be a part of this journey, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at The Lara Weekly to keep up with all podcast-related news and exclusives. See you next Friday for a new refill.